You can have comfort or courage, but you can't have both. So stepping out of your comfort zone to really make a difference. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's best ever guests as they share it with you. It's the best ever advice with none of the fluff. Let's go. Every once in a while, there comes a service that revolutionizes an industry. And I am proud to say that our best ever sponsor, Cozy, is that service for landlords and tenants. Cozy simplifies the rental process for everyone. Simply put, Cozy makes it easy to collect rent online, to screen tenants, to order credit reports, to do all the things that you are currently doing manually, but to automate it so that you can focus on more important things like growing your portfolio this year. The best part is that Cozy is completely free. It's free. There aren't any minimums, there aren't any transaction fees or monthly payments. No other service on the planet offers this to you for free. And one of the things that I love about Cozy is that Cozy automatically collects and transfers the rent so that every month you don't have to worry about forgetful tenants forgetting to pay you the rent. You can actually receive that rent automatically in your bank account, no questions asked. So you can say goodbye to paper checks, late payments, and all those lame excuses. And here's your chance to simplify your life and make more money. Join me and sign up for Cozy at Cozy.co. That's C-O-Z-Y dot C-O. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Laura Brady. Hi, Laura. Hi there. Welcome to the show and excited to have you. Laura is based in Austin, Texas. She's the founder and president of Concierge Auctions, which is based in New York City, New York. And they are the smart way to buy and sell the world's most unique high-end properties. And I'd say a lot of people agree with that because you're in your eighth year in business and you sold over $725 million in luxury properties. And Laura's also coming from from a point of a lot of experience in this area because she's a former top luxury agent in the nation. So with that being said, Laura, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background? And also one thing, perhaps an interesting fact about you, and I noticed in your bio something about mastering a math subject. So if you want to mention that um, or something else, feel free to do so. Okay, sure. Thanks for the tee up. So I guess I'll start with that, mastering a math subject. I think that's in my bio somewhere, one of these funny bios that a marketing group wrote for our website states that I placed out of college calculus when I was in high school. So I grew up always loving math and numbers and Excel spreadsheets now and all of that good stuff. Actually, a lot of my family is really skilled in math and economics. So grew up like that and wasn't sure. Let's see, I studied business and marketing. And then after college, I went to work corporately for the Neiman Marcus group. So that's actually where I gained a lot of my insight into luxury clients and you know the high end world, these top one percenters, I guess some people would call. 
And from there, though, I decided that the retail world, the corporate world as it was, wasn't right for me. And I went towards my lifelong love of real estate. And like a lot of us who have ended up in real estate, I grew up with family that was involved in real estate. My mother was always investing in properties and developing properties. And I have, you know, aunts and others who are real estate agents. So I just always had real estate in my blood. And like a lot of people also who get into real estate, you know, I went into another career and then just decided that that, that wasn't the right path and merged into the real estate world. So I initially went into commercial real estate and after a few years in that, moved to Florida where I started this company. But before starting the company, I worked, as you mentioned, as a luxury real estate agent. So I was selling properties in the traditional sense. And in Florida, we saw the market start to take a turn as early as 2006, really, whereas other parts of the country did not see a change until 2008 or after. So we started seeing inventory levels rise. You know, the, those of us who were listing agent specialists started seeing, you know, three times, four times as many listings on our books as we had had previously and, and sales weren't moving as quickly. So I actually started working with the broker of the firm that I was with at the time. And he's now with me at this company now because um, he and I started conducting some auctions within our brokerage company. And we, we licensed out to other auctioneers and, and started helping our sellers to monetize their properties properties through the auction process. And in doing so, we really realized the efficiencies of the auction method, particularly for properties that are really unique and one of a kind. So long story short, I left my brokerage business and started this company shortly thereafter. Chad, whom I mentioned, left his brokerage and, and came and worked with me. And it, it went off from there. We started conducting auctions throughout Florida soon moved to New York. And now we've been in 27 U.S. states and five different countries all in seven years. Help me understand a little bit more and the best ever listeners a little bit more about the auction process and why a seller, why a buyer, and why an agent would want to participate in that process. I will speak for our category being the luxury end of the market. Typical property that we sell is valued between two and a half and 20 million plus, And we've sold some properties up in the 30, 40 million prior list price. So certainly auctions work in every price category. There are other auction firms that are excellent, that are growing and showing the efficiency of the auction model in, you know, the median price point and, and lower investment property price point. But in the high end, the reason that it works really well is that the properties that we sell are number one, they're difficult to value. So these are properties that are incomparable. You can't just take the price per square foot of the houses down the street and you know come up with a price for these. The amenities are unique. So with that being said, difficult to value. Properties like this are worth what someone is willing to pay for it. And for a lot of them, that someone doesn't come along every day of the year. Right. The second point is that our sellers have a time specific in mind that they would like to monetize. So they want to reallocate the money that's tied up in these properties by virtue of the 
price point that we're in. We do sell residences that are primary residences, but most of the properties that we're selling are second, third, fourth, fifth homes for these sellers. And so they're not using them as often as they used to. They've had a change of lifestyle. And so because of that, they want to monetize within a certain time frame. And our platform gives them that control Whereas the traditional real estate model leaves so many uncertainties as far as when they're going to be able to make a move. If I'm an agent and I have a listing that's a you know, $4 million home and I am not able to sell it within my network and I know my seller's getting antsy, would it benefit me to come to a platform like yours? And if so, how does that fee structure work out? It absolutely would benefit you. In fact, you could even have come to us earlier our process protects brokers in full. So we actually are paid by the buyer and the seller still pays for brokerage commissions as is traditional in most markets. So the seller is still paying the listing agent per their listing agreement. And the seller is also paying for a cooperating broker's agent at the going market rate. So when an agent engages us, and actually I'll say this, we have never auctioned a property without agents involved. So every single property we've sold, there is a listing agent. If a seller comes to us directly and the property is not listed, then we're choosing one of our preferred agents or finding an agent to list the property and work with us. So it's very much a cooperative effort. In that vein, I say that we are a tool for agents to use. We're just an added you know, marketing platform that they can engage for particular properties. So agents still protected. We certainly have the agent work really close with us for the four to six weeks that the property is being marketed. And it's very much partnership. And then when the property sells, we we're both compensated. During the auction process, what's one thing that surprised you about it? Oh gosh, surprised me. Well, one thing that a lot of people don't realize until they start to become involved with an auction is what the word auction really brings along with it. It brings a sense of urgency to buyers. So really, if you, you know, you have something that someone wants and there's a time period that they need to step up or they're going to miss out. So for example, agents that we partner with, you know, they might tell us that they have had the property listed for six months and they've marketed it in all of these different avenues, the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, you know, what have you, even though they've done that, they haven't had a date associated with the property and they haven't been using the auction concept. And so when we do, you know, a lot of the same things that agents do, we do more also and we we have a really strong database too but when we market in those typical avenues you know we get a much higher response than a traditional broker would based on your experience in real estate what is your best real estate investing advice ever well my best investing advice would be to you know consider obviously the next owners the future of the property a lot of our buyers for example they're not investors they're buying the property to use the property they're not quote unquote investors like people say they're going to use and enjoy the property but they're still investors at heart so you know they they didn't get there they didn't make their money to purchase these properties by being you know they they got there by being smart i guess is the point and so they considered that when it comes time for them to sell the property. What is it going to take and then who's going to be interested in it? So, so really putting yourself in the shoes of other people. And, you know, when you're investing, you're obviously not wanting to buy something that is only for one other person on this earth. You're wanting to buy something that is going to be, you're able to command attention for it when it comes time to monetize. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Okay. First, a quick word from our sponsor. 
best ever listeners. It's 2015, and wouldn't you like to simplify the landlording process and automate it as much as possible while making more money along the way? It's a landlord's dream, right? With online rent payments, applications, and secure credit reports, Cozy makes being a landlord incredibly easy. And best of all, it's completely free. Sign up for Cozy at Cozy.co. That's C-O-Z-Y dot C-O. Okay, Laura, best ever book you've read? Oh, gosh, top of mind, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Why is that the best ever book? Well, I actually just am off of it, and I mean, I just, just read it a few months ago, and I'm on a high from it. It talks about choosing courage, that you can have comfort or courage, but you can't have both. So stepping out of your comfort zone to really make a difference. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. We recently added Barbara Corcoran to our advisory board. She is just such a, a great mentor for me. From her recently, I've been working a lot on this life work balance. And I know that you you work a lot on that too, Joe, like figuring out how to enjoy life and also enjoy your job. Yes. What's a tip or something that you're practicing for that life work balance? Mine is that when I'm at work, I'm at work. And when I'm at home, I'm at home. So I turn off my cell phone when I get home. I spend, you know, dinner and and put my children to bed with my husband without being distracted about work. Best ever success habit you practice? Organization. I'm an organization freak. <laughs> so <laughs> and an Excel freak too it sounds like, right? <laughs> I am. So um, my desk is clean, my email is clean. I never have more than 100 emails in my inbox even though I receive thousands a day. For me, staying organized keeps my head clear. I just started hyperventilating a bit when you said 1,000 emails a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Best ever deal you've participated in either with your company, concierge auctions, or as a luxury real estate broker previous to that? Well, best ever as a company, we recently sold the largest private island in the Bahamas. And that was an amazing learning experience, both from, you know, international standpoint, working with product like that to PR and marketing for such a one of a kind asset. So I learned a lot from that one. When you have all of these unique properties, these luxury high-end properties, how do you come up with the ways you're going to position it to showcase those best features? Because I imagine it's an art form. There's a certain template you probably follow, but then there's also an art form based on who your buyer is and what unique features you want to highlight. How do you go about that process? Sure. So we have what we call a launch call at the onset of every assignment. We have a a conference call where all of the parties who are going to be involved are all on the line together. So that's where it starts. We have the seller on the phone. We have the listing agent, maybe the seller's attorney or CPA advisors, and then our entire marketing and sales group that's going to work on the transaction. And at that point, we go through a full agenda that you mentioned consistency that's consistent every time, but it extracts out the information that we need to position the property well. So we're talking about, you know, what is the ideal type of buyer for this property? Where are they coming from? You know, what are the most important attributes that need to be pointed out? All of those aspects. And from there, then our marketing team, which is amazing. We actually just won best overall marketing from who's who in luxury real estate. So among- Congrats. Thank you. So among thousands of agents, 
agents and brokers from around the world. We won that. It was a huge, you know, huge feather in the cap of our team. They are just experts at figuring out how to best choose the attributes to show. So you usually want to want to choose with a really one of a kind property, you know, a, a small group of things that you're going to most feature. So what are the five things say that are the, the biggest talking points that everyone needs to be speaking towards? And when I say everyone, it's everyone in the sales group, everyone in marketing, everyone who speaks to PR like myself, we all need to be talking from the same points, the points that we've all agreed are the most important about the property. That'd be my, my biggest thing to, to take away is, you know, really focus from the beginning on, on what you think those are. Oh, I think there's a lesson there for sure for anybody who's looking to sell a property, whether it's high end or not. And that is to identify those, what are the five best features that will be communicated throughout any type of media or platform that you're speaking about the property on. I think that's just an incredible insight. What's the best ever project you're most excited about right now? Right now we're making a lot of increases in our technology. So very excited about that. Everything from our database management, which communicates with our website, which communicates with our mobile platform and mobile bidding, everything that's in the online world. And online actually starts with mobile today. So that's been a big shift in us as a company. You know, you think about your website and changing up your website, but really we have what we call uh, Tablet Tuesdays, where people use their tablets and phones to work for part of the day. And we're really trying to see how our customers are acting because the majority of them are looking at us and interacting with us on a mobile device and not on a PC. Best ever quote. The golden rule, you know, do unto others how you would like them to do unto you. What's that mean to you? It means a lot. It means to treat other people with kindness, you know, consider other people before yourself. And in the business world, that becomes difficult sometimes. You know, we get into tough negotiation situations. You know, I, I once had someone tell me actually that you don't get rich by being nice. Oh no. That really hit me hard because he was at the point at that time telling me that I was being too nice. And I understand like having to, to be a tough negotiator sometimes, but it doesn't have to be at the expense of your character. I think you would love the book if, if you haven't read it, Crucial Conversations. Have you read that I one? I haven't, no. I'll write down. Yeah, that's one of my favorite books. And they talk about how when opinions vary and the stakes are high, as long as you establish a mutual purpose with the other person, you can build from a place of commonality and then build up from there. So dig, 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 dig to the mutual purpose. And once you find that mutual purpose, build up from there. And when you approach it that way, similar to how you approach it, um, what you just mentioned, then it, it ends up being a win-win. You come away you know, with a good, good solution and everybody's happy. Love it. Okay, I'm looking it up. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate, either your your company or you know as a professional when you were you know actively selling luxury properties as an agent? So as a company, mine would be we tried at one point to conduct auctions that were actually before I started this company when I was working with a, another auctioneer. When I was a broker, I worked with properties where we put them into an auction format that was more of a ballroom style auction where we had dozens of properties that we were auctioning at once. And what we learned is that with this high end, this upper tier of the market, you know, where every property is so one of a kind, it, it's really worthy of being showcased on its own and not being thrown into a room with, with dozens of other ones. Ooh, 
that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. You previously had, as you mentioned, a ballroom auction. So you were literally like people in a room were bidding on properties? Yes, and we still do that. We still have live auctions. So all of our auctions are conducted with an auctioneer in the room. But at that point, we conducted, like, for example, I was involved in an auction in uh, Fort Lauderdale where I helped to put the inventory together. And we had an average price point of $3 million, 78 properties. And they were scattered all over the Fort Lauderdale and Miami area. But the problem was too many of them were cannibalizing each other's interest because buyers were interested in more than one, but only wanted to end up with one, for example. So in our platform today, we come in and we'll sell, say, an extremely premier ranch in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And it's the only one that we're showcasing for that month. So it's not having to compete with others. It's actually raising itself above all the other inventory that's on the market and having a spotlight on it alone. What are your thoughts on live auctions versus online auctions? Because it sounds like is yours exclusively live auctions? Right now, we conduct auctions live. We enable buyers to bid over the phone or over their mobile device. You can actually watch the streaming of the auctions online. So, for example, we have an auction coming up next week that we're going to have the bidding online, the streaming of it online. We have done some auctions that are purely online But in our price category, the personalization and the service that's offered by having a live auction either at the property or somewhere near the property really adds to the atmosphere. For most of our auctions, we'll continue to conduct them this way, but there will still be some that might be online. Laura, what's the best ever place to reach you? My cell phone, 646-549-0556. And text messages are actually usually best because if I'm in a meeting, then I can even text back sometimes um, or I'll get back to you when I can. And then obviously you do have an email because you get a thousand a day, but we'll, we'll keep it to the, we'll keep the text messages because clearly you have enough emails already to go through. <laughs> well, I'll give my email too, because sometimes, I mean, if it's a you know slow dial, I can get back to you the next day or something, then email's fine. Laura.Brady at concierge Laura, this has been such a pleasure and I'm so grateful that you're on the show and sharing your best ever advice with the best ever listeners and I learned a lot personally about the luxury auction process and really the motivations behind buyers, sellers and agents for participating in it and you know one of the things that you mentioned earlier that I I called out was the you know how you position properties and having those five talking points those five best features that are highlighted in all communication and I think that is takeaway for, as I mentioned, any best ever listener who's looking to sell a property. I know personally for me, it's really easy to get overwhelmed with all the different features and aspects of a property that I'm looking to sell. And when we highlight those five features, I think not only is it identifying the most important features that we think should be best, but it's it's really having us focus in on who's our target audience and what would they like and highlighting those and having the story behind the property because the more successful best ever guests that I interview, the more who tell me it's about the story behind the property and less about the property itself. So really make sure you tell the story. And I think that tip is a great way of telling that story. So thank you so much for being on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thanks everyone. Hey, you best ever listener. Do you want more? 
Then go to joefairless.com where you'll get tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And remember to subscribe to the best ever show in iTunes so you can keep getting your daily dose of the best real estate investing advice ever.